And welcome back to Pay the Juice. I'm your host, Ryan Palmieri. Dante and Tony both made it this week. And you guys can catch our recap show on Tuesday where we covered our week six games. But this is going to be our picks for heading into week seven. Not a great week for us, as we talked about in our recap show. Tony and I at three and five, Dante at four and four. The show is a whole at 66 and 69 after a tough week. But rolling into this week, great slate of games, bunch of primetime games. Something to pay attention to. Feeling good about this week, so we'll just roll right into it, not bore you guys. We'll start with Dante here. Texas, Oklahoma, Red River rivalry. Tough to say. Oklahoma minus 11. Yeah, I just want to say to start off here that uh, to make it in Vegas, to be a professional, the guy that handicaps, you're looking at 55% probably, uh, that what you got to do to stay afloat over there. But, I mean, we're two games back of 500. I'm 21 and 24 myself, and the other guys are doing all right. So, um, for just a couple guys doing this show, I think we're in a nice spot going forward. Hopefully, we can put a winning week together for everybody here. So, I'll start it off with uh, Texas uh, plus 11 versus Oklahoma. Tom Herman, uh, you don't need to even go much farther than Tom Herman's record as an underdog uh, at home, plus 11 points. I really like that. Texas can score the ball. Oklahoma can score. I think it's going to be a shootout. Uh, but Texas, this, this is a game they've been looking forward to. They got a chance to knock off Oklahoma and reestablish themselves. You're slinging the ball all over the place. I expect this to be a, a shootout, um, but I think the 11 points will come through, uh, win or lose for Texas. Yeah, I'm actually on the opposite side here. I'm on Oklahoma. I know it's home. Kind of looks like a, a nice number, getting 11 points in a rivalry game. Texas, they didn't play that great against West Virginia. I know it's a look-ahead spot there. Also, they had a, had a hell of a game against Oklahoma State the week before that. Oklahoma's kind of been cruising for the past, I don't know, the whole season so far pretty much. They've been beating teams by 30, 40, 50 points. You just kind of name the score and they go out and do it. I think that this is where Hurts is going to kind of show why he is, you know, potential Heisman front runner. I like all the pieces they got on offense there. I think 11 is a number that they can definitely get to. I, I would maybe buy by a point down or so because maybe can, you know, grab a push. But I, I, I like the Sumers here, though. This is a tough game for me to pick. Uh, I've actually watched every Oklahoma game this year because I love betting on them, even though they lost me money last week, could cover against Kansas. But – Texas, they're pretty banged up in the secondary, and that's really my holdup here because if Texas was at full strength, I would have Texas easily covering. Hertz is a dynamic runner. He's one of the best in the country that does it at quarterback, but from all the games I've watched, his receivers are always open with nobody within five yards of him. It's not his fault he's got elite receivers, but you constantly see he's under-throwing guys. He's not really – he's not putting them in these windows. His receivers are just so much better than everyone else. Texas is banged up. I don't think it's going to change. He's got one of the best receiving cores in the country. They're going to put up some massive points. I know he kind of took a shot at the rivalry this week, saying that he played in the Iron Bowl, which is, you know, bigger and better. And Maybe it is, maybe it's not. I don't know. 11 points is a lot for me in a rivalry game, though. I'm actually on Texas plus 11 just because, you know, they play each other every year. They're in the same conference. They're two very good teams. I think they're incredibly talented. I like Texas plus 11. Next one we got, Big Ten play, Michigan State versus Wisconsin. Wisconsin is minus 10.5. Yeah, this is one that I've been kind of going back and forth on. The 10.5 is a big number. Uh, Big Ten, you got a lot of physical uh, play, great defense, average offense. Um, That's kind of what you're going to get into this game. 
Wisconsin's defense has been elite. Michigan State's defense has been elite, um, although Ohio State ran it up on them a little bit. Last week, Ohio State's top team in the country. I think Wisconsin's right there. Um, I'm having a tough time with this one just because I believe uh, Wisconsin at home, they got a bit of an offense this year. Uh, defense is looking really good. I think they're thinking right now Big Ten title versus Ohio State. I, I don't know. It's a big number here, but I think I'm going to go um, with with uh, Wisconsin minus the ten and a half. Um, although I, this isn't one of my uh, favorite picks of the week. All right, Tony, let's see this shocker. What do you got for us? You know what? I'm just going to get run over by the train again. Give me the hook at all at ten and a half here with Sparty. I don't know. I don't love it either. I, I love I love Michigan State. I've been all over them all all season. Obviously. They hit a couple times that they've actually more so lost them against the spread this year. I don't know what they are, but it can't be better than one or two wins on that side. I mean, I, I so a quick story. I was in Nashville last week. I was not running for any bookie or some sort like that, but I went to a Michigan State bar. Really cool atmosphere there. Everyone's, you know, watching the game, cheering along and stuff. And, you know, we just didn't have enough in the tank against those guys. I don't think Wisconsin's too far off or off of them. This year, actually, I know there's been previous years that they've met up against Ohio State in the Big Ten title game, and they have you know gotten the doors blown off. And I think it's gonna be a lot closer this year. I'm taking Michigan State, Michigan State with a ten and a half. You know, Marky D gets the boys kind of revved up again, and I, I mean, if, if not now, then I mean the rest of the schedule is tough. They got Penn State coming up after that, so I don't know. Give me Michigan State plus ten and a half. I don't like the point. It's a lot of points, and what I think is. It's a great defense on Michigan State's part. Wisconsin's got a great defense, but Wisconsin's got an obviously better offense. I don't think Michigan State knows how to play offense quite yet. The problem is, though, I think it's going to be a low-scoring, hard-fought game because of the defenses. But we're talking about Jonathan Taylor here, who I think is the best running back in the country. He may not be leading in yardage, but he's got to be up there in touchdowns. I don't feel comfortable. I'm not locking this pick up or anything, but I'm on Wisconsin, the minus 10.5. I think it's going to be one of those games where it's tight until the end, but Wisconsin's eventually just going to wear them down and run them over. I'll tell you what else. Every time I bet on Michigan State, I lose money, and every time I bet Wisconsin, I win money. So I'd like to win money this week. I'm trying to get out of the negative here. I'm trying to get back into the winning column. So I like Wisconsin uh, minus 10.5. Next one we have is Texas A&M versus Alabama. Alabama at minus 16. Yeah, uh, this is another one. Um, obviously, Bama is outstanding. Uh, they've been rolling people. Uh, A&M hasn't been um, as impressive. I actually had uh, A&M a little bit overrated coming into this year. Um, but I think that they've been a little bit of a disappointment. But I don't know. I, I think that Jimbo Fisher has get these guys coached up. I know they've looked horrible. A&M scores a last-minute touchdown to cover, just like they did against Clemson. I'm gonna—I I don't even know really. Another one I don't love um, with this many points in a conference game, especially on the road. So I'll take A&M plus 16 at home uh, versus Bama in this one. Well, I'm, I'm opposite again. This is three straight opposite picks here. I'm with Bama. I can't bet Texas A&M. I, I, I've watched them a couple times. They aren't that good, really. Sure, great. You're playing the SEC, you know, but. Bama's in a league of their own. There really are four, three, four, maybe five teams that, that are, are really head and shoulders above everybody else. I don't care that it's on the road. I don't care that it's a lot of points. 
I, I'm taking Bama minus 16 here. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'm actually on Alabama, too. I don't care about the points because Kellen Mond stinks. And, and so they lost to Auburn by eight at home. And then they snuck by Arkansas. And I guess you can call that a rivalry game. Kind of goes back to the Big 12 or whatever you want to say there. Um, Texas a and just not good. They weren't what we thought they were going to be. And I think the only reason they're ranked is because they're in the SEC. Because, I mean, if you're looking at their schedule right now, they're 2-3 and three with wins over Texas State and Lamar. They lost to Clemson, rightfully so. They lost to Auburn, who looks like kind of frauds. And then they barely, I'm sorry, they beat Arkansas, but they barely slipped by Arkansas, so they're 3-2. and two. Why are they a top 25 team? I don't, I don't have an answer for you because they shouldn't be. I don't think if they're in the SEC, I think you put them in the ACC or the Big 12, I don't think they're ranked right now. I wish you had an AP poll vote. I wish you could vote. You deserve I, one. You I wish I could, one. too. Because you know what else? Why was UCF ranked after they lost to Pitt? I want answers, AP. <laughs> I demand. Hey, I'm glad they were. I'm well, glad not. they were. They got Cincinnati extra points there, and then Cincinnati was an easy cash. Oh, uh, listen, Cincinnati money line hit for me. Sure. Back did. to this one. Bama minus sixteen. Bama has. I think they're kind of suspect on defense this year. And by suspect, we're still talking about Nick Saban defense. So instead of being top five or top 10, they're probably top 30. Tua is going to light them up. This is going to be, this game is going to be, they're going to stomp them. They're going to drag them. I don't like how confident I feel because I thought Auburn was going to drag Florida this confidently. But we're talking about two different teams here. And I'm just not good. Bama minus 16. Stop and drag. Roll tie, baby. Next one, back to the Big Ten. Iowa, Penn State. Penn State's down to minus three and a half. Yeah, I, I love what Iowa um, does at their home games at the end of the first quarter. Uh, everybody turns and waves to the kids in the hospital up there. It's really a, a nice event. Uh, Iowa, very good team this year. I know they dropped the one in Michigan. Michigan's a tough place to play. Place was uh, packed. Iowa's offense, though, has uh, stuttered quite a bit this year. Uh, they probably should have lost to Iowa State in that one game. They got, kind of got lucky in that one. Um, Penn State has looked good. Penn State has been very impressive. Um, they're coming off of a, a longer week. They had an extra day here. Um, I know they're traveling on the road. Uh, but Penn State has been a team. They show they can go on the road. They go in to Maryland. and I know Maryland's not Iowa, but they go in, blow them out. Um, I think Penn State's going to put on a show. This weekend, uh, I don't think Iowa can hang with them, so I'll take uh, Penn State minus a three and a half here. So, I think Penn State definitely wants to, to show out this week a little bit. They haven't really played anybody. They're, what are they ranked? They're top 15, right? Yeah, top they five. got it. They, I, think they're, yeah, they're I think they're somewhere between 12 and 14. Yeah, I, I know they're five right now. I know they had an extra day here, but something weird happens up in Kinnick at night. They wheel in those lights. And this is a game that Kirk Ferentz, you know, this is where they either pull an upset if, if they're a big-time dog or in this game spreads at three and a half or so. I like Iowa here. I know they lost 10-3. Michigan's not that great. Played them pretty tough. I, I think Iowa's I, I played a little bit tougher of a schedule than, than Penn State has so far. But Penn State's kind of ran through their opponents pretty good. They, you know, beat most teams by 20, 30 points. But I like Iowa here. I just can't go away from them at home. That atmosphere at Kinnick. Uh, I, I'm taking the Hawkeyes plus three and a half. Here. Love the hook, too. 
Uh, Penn State's ranked 10th, by the way. Iowa State sitting at 17 after their loss to Michigan. I'll tell you, I was on Penn State. I loved everything about Penn State. I think they're lighting it up. But you kind of swayed me. I think yes. the, I think the primetime game, I think it's going to make a difference. You don't want to let the kids down. You got to show yeah. out for the kids. I think I'm on. A, I'm, I'm going to flip here to Iowa. Yeah, give me Iowa, too. The kids. They'll do it for the kids. It's a night game. It's a night game in Iowa. The kids are going to be going nuts, and everyone goes nuts for the kids. I'm putting a big axe through Penn State right now. Give me those three and a half. I'll tell you, and I hate to say it, but Iowa pressure's on. We are losers. Yep, let's go Iowa. Come on. I'll tell you, Iowa, the pressure's on. Because if you lose and you let those kids down, you'll be the most hated team in America. Do it for the kids. All right, let's... That's the first game we've all agreed on because Tony swayed us after both of us were on Penn State. <laughs> the kids swayed me. I'll tell you what. I'll have to look back at the stats and see when we all agree on a game what our record is. I don't have it off the top of my head. I'll have it for you guys next week. All right. Here's a game everyone's looking forward to. Notre Dame, USC. Notre Dame's minus 11. This is another game. I mean, this slate is not an easy one to pick from. Um, we're not one of those shows that's just going to cheat it and go the easy way out and just take who we think is going to win. Um, you see these guys, even the guys in game day, they're a lot of times just picking winners. Um, but going against the spread here is tough. I mean, I like Notre Dame to win the game. Uh, USC has looked, I don't know, USC is a team I don't want to bet on. I don't want to bet against, really. Uh, they've been a team that's kind of just been hanging around all year. Uh, Notre Dame's looked impressive. Uh, they had a big win uh, against Virginia. They hung around versus Georgia. Uh, what do they do here? I don't really know again. I, I think in, in this type of situation, you're kind of uh, hemming and hawing a little bit. I, I think you just take the points. USC's good enough to hang around for 11 points. Uh, I'll take USC. Yeah, really tricky spread here. As If, if you listen to the last couple of shows throughout the year, it seems like USC's on the slate a lot. And I've won against them. I've won. Uh, then I went on them. I lost. I, I don't like betting them. Don't really watch too many of their games. But I can't help to notice that they aren't that bad. In, in a rivalry game here, catching some points, I I I have to wait till Ryan comes after me here. I don't know. Are they getting a running back back or a receiver back? Or, or, or you know, a couple of players are coming back, I thought, from injury, is it? Yeah, they get uh, Jafar Armstrong back. He was pretty much their 1A running back. He's more of a, like a theoretic do-it-all type of guy. He's back. He should be getting full reps this week against USC. I thought so. Getting some points here. Give it to me here. Plus 11 Trojans. Um, fight on here. Let's, let's see what happens. I, I, I'll i take that here. Yeah, I, if if Notre Dame covers this year, then they're all right. Then I I I'm really wrong on USC, and I can't stand them either more than I already do. All right, so here's what I'm gonna tell you guys: you're wrong. Do you guys know what Notre Dame is against the spread this year? Four and one, and I'll tell you what USC is walking into. It's gonna be a balmy 46 degrees at kickoff in South Bend. The USC is gonna fly across the country. It's a country club there. It's gonna be so quiet. Don't a bunch you, of old turds sitting on the bleachers. Don't you the, dare! At least there's people in the bunch stand. of grandpappies right now. I'll they're getting you. ready to take down Clemson. That's what they're doing over at Florida State. It's they're getting gonna, jazzed up. It's gonna look. It's gonna sound like the the second hole at Augusta for the Masters when the starter <laughs> holds his hands up. Quiet, please. 
That's how quiet's gonna be. You guys are. And everyone's gonna be lighting their prayer candles. I'm gonna shut the podcast down for the slander right now. This is insane. Notre Dame, maybe you know it's not Death Valley, but they get up. They it's come in their. They come in droves in their polos, in their seventy-five thousand dollar cars, and they clap <laughs> loudly. That's what they do. Notre Dame, take the points here. It's minus eleven. They're four and one against the spread. They're playing on a cool, cool night in South Bend. They get Jafar Armstrong back. I don't care if they got Matt Fink or Slavic at QB. Neither of them are good. They're bad quarterbacks. USC, they have dangerous weapons. They got St. Brown. Notre Dame fans will know his brother, Equiminius. He's a legit threat. They got a competent running back. He's not fantastic. But Notre Dame's got one of the best pass rushers in the country. The USC is a team that can hang around for a little bit, but they're a mistake waiting to happen. The second you start to pressure them, the second you punch them in the mouth, they're going to fold. I mean, they lost to BYU. You saw with Washington, they hung around tight for a while. They end up losing by 14. Notre Dame is going to take it to them. Notre Dame's proven that they're actually a mature team now. And those up and down games Brian Kelly used to have early in his career, he's kind of moved past those. USC, they don't really have a great front seven. They don't really have a great offensive line. Notre Dame just going to eat them up. I think it's going to be close. I think USC is going to get a couple big plays early on. But take Notre Dame in the points. This is going to be—I guarantee this is a somewhere in the range of thirty-one seventeen. I wouldn't even go. I'd go as crazy to say it might be a forty-two fourteen game if the wheels fall off for USC because oh, when things go bad, pick. when things go bad, they go really bad. We can, get it we out can the see, mouth, right? Get it out the we mouth, buddy. We can see three interceptions. Kyle Hamilton alone. How's that tasting, buddy? Oh, man. <laughs> Listen, I get it. If I was a Florida State or a Michigan State fan, I'd be upset, too. It's, it's tough that we're finally almost back. Let's get on the next game here. What do we got? What do we got here, my hey, Back to what? Back to what? What have they ever won in our lifetime? A playoff. They're almost back to the playoff. <laughs> well, so they get slaughtered by Clemson again. Oh, Alabama. God. Jimbo Fisher steals one championship with Jameis, and all of a sudden, Florida State's relevant. They were in the playoff the next year. And they shouldn't have been there. They were undefeated. Yeah, because they just slept walk through an ACC schedule. Well, Clemson was on the schedule. Yeah, back in what, 2013 when they were going like 9-3? and three? I don't want to hear it. Sammy Watkins was there. Deshaun Watson was there. They had NFL talent. They were still a couple years away. Oh, God. I don't even want to finish this anymore with you guys. Next one. <laughs> Florida, LSU. This is going to be a great game. LSU minus 13. Uh, I know where the public's going in this one. Uh, Florida had a mess game where the whole public was on Auburn. Uh, there's no way there's people out there. I mean, there's got to be people out there. All the public's got to be saying Florida is legit. Florida this and that. Um, Florida was at home when they beat Auburn. Other than that, they should have lost to Kentucky. They should have lost to Miami. All right, now they're going into the real Death Valley. They're not going to the country club. They're going to the real Death Valley. Um, you see a number like this, it's tell- it tells you the outcome here. Uh, LSU, big in this one. I think LSU shuts them down completely, and I think um, – their offense is actually legit this year. I think LSU wins big um, in the, with, with the squares taken, plus 13 on Florida. Uh, LSU runs them out of the building. I'm in complete agreement here. 
I, I think the game last week was, you know, kind of an anomaly. We all thought Auburn was kind of the real deal. Now we think they're kind of fraudulent with Florida beating them, but not here. Tigers all the way. I don't care if it's 13, 13 and a half, 14, 14 and a half. You can keep running it up. I'm taking LSU here. I, I think it's big. I don't think it's that close either. Yeah, we're all in agreement here. I, if you watched the game last week with LSU, or Auburn and Florida, Auburn had two guys fall down. One of them was their due tackle on that fumble recovery, and he was a walk-in touchdown if he didn't fall down. Auburn should have won the game, and they just they had two bad plays, two, two guys falling down that pretty much screwed them. LSU finally has an offense. Their defense is legit. I know Texas kind of lit them up, but I don't think Florida has an offense. I don't think Kyle Trask is a good quarterback. P. Ryan at running back for Florida, the kid, he can rip off some plays as we've been seeing all year. He's really been what's making their offense go. He's kind of that kid that can take it any play. I just don't see Florida keeping up with Joe Burrow and LSU. I don't think this game's going to be close. I don't even think it's one of those games. I think early third quarter, I think LSU starts to pull away. I don't think it's one we're going to sweat out. All in agreement on LSU minus 13. Yeah, that crowd too, just to touch on that. But I see LSU coming up with some big sacks, maybe a pick or something, and that crowd just running wild from the start and just you tell pouring me, it on you, Florida. You tell me pregame when they're playing Colin Baton Rouge that the Gators have any chance? No shot down there. No shot. LSU, no. baby. It's a fun game to watch for the first half. God, I'm so, so ready for Florida to just be done. I just hope yeah, same. get curb stomped. I've had enough of Florida. All right, the last game on our regular slate. A little off the beaten path. Texas Tech, Baylor. Baylor minus 11. Uh, yeah, I wasn't really in uh, real believe. I wasn't really believing in Baylor coming into this season. Um, I've been pretty impressed with what they've done, um, especially the last couple of weeks against the step up in, in competition here. Texas Tech had a great showing against Oklahoma State. That one kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, really took it to Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State makes a run. Uh, you think it's one of those games where they're going to end up um, trailing, tying it up, and then ended up taking it away. But Texas Tech wouldn't allow them back in the game. Just kept scoring. Looked pretty good. Uh, Baylor, though, at home, looked very good. Um, I, I don't really know. This could be a letdown spot for Texas Tech after a big win. But 11 points for a Baylor offense, I don't know. I, I, I have had a tough time choosing this one. Uh, I think I'm going to solely go on just taking the points here. With Texas Tech uh, coming off of a nice win, maybe they can keep a little momentum going into this one. So I'll take uh, Texas Tech plus 11. Not completely confident in it, but uh, I'll just take it. Probably won't take it to the window, but I'll take it here. Now, I've been all over. My, my two favorite Big 12 teams here have been Baylor and Iowa State. Kind of said that all year in the you know my predictions and such. And don't love the points here at 11. It's kind of a big number, but I love what, what Rule's done down there. I love Brewer. Defense is pretty good. Like Don just said, kind of a letdown spot potentially. I by 14 or 17, not super confident in it, but uh, I, I, I got to take the Bears, and I, I, I've been free, so I'm going Baylor here. Yeah, I'm on Baylor as well. Uh, Charlie Brewer, their quarterback, was actually my dark horse for the Heisman. He's not quite having that year, and, you know, he's not going to be able to keep up either. But he's got 1,200 yards, 11 touchdowns passing, zero interceptions, another two touchdowns rushing. He's been incredibly consistent. He's been solid. He's got a 69 QB rating. I still like the kid a lot. I love Baylor, and I do like, uh, I think, Dante touchdown. I do think Texas Tech is going to be kind of, kind of, 
kind of coming down off a letdown game after their big win against Oklahoma State. I I have no confidence in this pick. It's the Big 12. Literally anything can happen. Anyone could put up 49 points. I don't know. If I had to pick one here, gun to my head, I'm going to go Baylor minus 11. All right. Uh, this week, Dante, do you have any locks and upsets for us? Uh, no, I'm currently retired from upset. Uh, yeah, from upsets. Locks, though, I'm 4-4-1 on the season. Not horrible, not great for what should be a lock. I'm going to rattle off three quick ones. I'm just going to send them out there. Um, I got Temple plus six versus Memphis. Uh, Temple at home. Uh, you saw what they did versus a better Maryland team. Found a way to get it done. I like Temple plus six. Uh, West Virginia plus ten and a half. Uh, at home versus Iowa State. West Virginia had a good showing versus Texas. Uh, Iowa State's been a team that can half at home. A little bit too much there. And then I like uh, Washington coming off of a loss, uh, kind of an unacceptable loss to Stanford. Uh, I think they find a way to blow out Arizona uh, in Arizona. So I got Temple plus six versus Memphis. West Virginia plus ten and a half versus Iowa State. And Washington minus six and a half at Arizona. Three locks to get my record back where it needs to be. Well, first off, I'm glad you told all the fellow listeners that you won't pick any more upsets because you don't know how to. You can't find value on just slated for hitting you in the face. But I actually kind of agree with some of those locks there. Kind of like those and, and lean actually with all three of them. My lock is Nebraska plus eight here on the road at Minnesota. Way too many points there. And uh, Minnesota's played barely anybody. They, they won by seven against Purdue. They barely escaped um, South Dakota State. Uh, and my upset here, I have the Tennessee Volunteers at plus 220 on the money line. I don't care if they're 1-4. I think it's a really nice spot for them here. I, I, both teams got some quarterback issues. It's going to be an 11 a.m. kick, it's a, so it's an early time there. I'm taking the Vols plus 220. That one's, that one's already at the window, so. Tony, uh, hold on real quick. I got to cut Tony off on your lock. Uh, I knew you were out of town last week, and you probably didn't see. Um, Nebraska lost their kicker and their quarterback. Martinez is out. Um, he, uh, I don't know if you knew that or not, but I, I just knew it because I had live bet Nebraska uh, for a bunch at the end uh, versus Northwestern. And as I'm submitting my live bet, I found out that Martinez is out. And I and the kicker was out, and he sneaks over like a 25-yarder um, over the uprights. His time expires. Luckily, the defense had a pick. Sneaks over a 25-yarder. His time expires to uh, end up winning 13-10. Uh, so I, I did. I didn't know Martinez was out. Didn't know about the kicker. Don't really care about the kicker, which I probably should. Probably going to come into play in this game. But I, I still got Nebraska plus eight there, and, and then Tennessee plus 220 for the upset. Yeah, I'll. Uh... I'm actually going to jump in there, too, because I actually have Nebraska as my upset this week. And Martinez being out isn't ideal, but he's got 1,200 yards, seven touchdowns to five interceptions. He's got a 56 QB rating. I don't really think he's going to – I don't think they're going to miss him that much. I don't, I'm not sure about their backup situation or their kicker situation, to be honest with you. I don't know how many people know about the Nebraska kicker situation. But – I don't really care because I don't think Minnesota is actually that good. I think they've just kind of been rolling through a really easy schedule, and they've been weren't they down in the first three games they played against like Fresno State? They should have lost that one. They went that's to double what, overtime. That's what I mean. So it's not like Minnesota's five and zero, but they haven't really played anybody. They smashed Illinois, but everyone's smashing Illinois. So except Michigan State. 
except Michigan State. Don't believe we played Illinois yet. I oh, I it was in Illinois. Oh, that is Indiana. See, I, it, two schools. Two you terrible teams. I was so excited. I was <laughs> shit all over Michigan State. Um, my lock is Virginia. I don't know how they're getting points against Miami. I know it's in Miami, but they don't have much of an offense, and they should have beaten Virginia Tech. They give up that huge lead. Or, no, I think Virginia Tech, I'm sorry, had the huge lead. They did storm back, but they ended up losing to Virginia Tech. Nikosi Perry came back in. They actually put together a solid performance. kind of gives you a QB controversy moving forward. Virginia hasn't looked fantastic this year, but Virginia is the better team. I would take money line on Virginia against Miami, even in Miami. But now you're telling me I get points too? I'm, I'm cool with that. I'll take it. Uh, you guys got anything else? That's all. Looking no, good ready. Uh, got, some, got some really good games to watch. So, yeah, uh, I was a bet on, but hopefully our picks come through for you guys. Listen, I can't wait for that recap show when Notre Dame wins by like 24 and Michigan State loses by like Knock 24. Would you rather enjoy a Swigels or a Salem's Saturday, Ryan? <laughs> wait, wait, can I give up an, another upset pick? I'm coming out of retirement. 0 5 is about to turn into 1 in 5, and it's going to make up for every dollar lost down five units. And that is the Florida State Seminoles, baby. If you could see what I'm wearing right now, I got my Florida State shirt, Florida State hat. FSU is going into Death Valley and taking out the Clemson. Do Spiders. not. Do not nobody, put money on that pick. Nobody wants to look at your true religion jeans, okay? Your boot cut. <laughs> nobody cares about that. Florida State. That won't even be a game by seven minutes into the second quarter. Listen, Florida State, they got to be. I don't even know what the line is. I'm just giving it out because it's money to be made, folks. No, no. You could just, whatever you were going to bet, just light it on fire. It'll be the same <laughs> exact thing. Nothing to give out here, but some, some, some good news coming in. It looks like the fun belt is starting up on Wednesday. Great game on Wednesday with App State and Louisiana there. Be a fun to watch. Beauty. Pretty sure Maxon's coming up in the next week or so. That I love that. Oh. Maxon and some fun belt. Here we go. Tuesday night Maxon. Give me Western Michigan Buffalo. I can't wait to throw oh, some money oh. on it. Hey, let's make the road trip, guys. Horns up. Come on. Let's go. I'm, I'm <laughs> all in Bulls. for a UB game. All right. Where can they get you guys on social media? Yep, add, add Tony Negrelli on Twitter, as always. Add Dante Giordano 4. Maybe we go live from a UB game once. Maybe we get a little sideline action. Man. Who knows? Us and the two dozen fans would be rowdy. <laughs> Negative get, 15 degrees. You get me at <laughs> RD Palmieri. Find us on Saturday Tailgate. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends. Thanks for listening, guys.